Can't get enough of your favorite BL series? Let's talk about it. Looking for more BL content? This is it. This is your new go-to podcast for everything related to BL series, BL actors, and the ever-growing BL community. Hi, I'm Robin. You're now listening to Pink Milk Diaries. Hello, everyone. From the people behind We're In Too Deep Together, Pink Milk Diaries is your go-to podcast for anything Boys Love series. Each episode of Pink Milk Diaries will be focusing on one BL series. If you don't know me, I'm Robin from We're In Too Deep Together podcast. Please join me and my guests via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or really anywhere you listen to podcasts as we discuss everything BL. Uh, speaking of guests, if you're a fan of We're In Too Deep Together, our first guest needs no introduction. If you've never listened to either We're In Too Deep Together or Brightwind Weekly, please search Together Podcast on YouTube or check out your podcast app to listen. To stay updated on this podcast and all Together Podcast projects, follow us at Together Podcast on all platforms. Today's guest is a BL content creator on TikTok who just recently reached 1,000 followers. Uh, we met on BL TikTok and now we, uh, now we talk every day. We also do IG lives for our IGTV series, BL Talk. Uh, I present Marcos. Say hi, Marcos. Good morning from my side. How are you guys doing today? I am fabulous. How are you feeling about today's recording? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm happy. Like, I'm very excited, you guys. You guys don't know how excited I am. Ah, awesome. All right, guys. Can we get what's, guess what series we're going to talk about today? Can I get a drum roll? Oh, oh, no. Okay, I'm, I'm being told that we can't get a drum roll. All right, all right. Well, the series we are going to talk about today is GMMTV's Tonhon Chonlati. Woo! All right, let's move on to our first segment, BL or BH, boy love or boy hate, as in, oh boy. I love it, and oh boy, I hate it. Let's do it. All right, bing, bing. Let's do this. Um, it's, yeah, 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 right. Um, so I, from, from SOTUS to like together, I love all the GMMTV BLs so far. Uh, so I just wanna say, do you love or hate Tonhon Chonlati? Boy, I love, G uh, I love Chonlati. The way the characters and the uh, series came out was good. Yeah. Oh boy, I love it too. Like it, it was just the perfect, like light-hearted series for me to watch. Um, uh, usually, like we love all the actors. There's Win Win. There's of course Bright. Um, do you <laughs> love or hate GMM TV's choice of actors in this series? I'm gonna say, uh, boy, I love it. Uh, the the actors did an amazing job with the um, series. You can relate to uh, both of them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so just just for the sake of Kowtung, oh boy, I love GMMTV's choice of actors. Um, 
So, like I said, this is a very lighthearted series, like with all that's going on in the world right now. Like I needed that pick me up. So I, I, oh, so do you love or hate that it's a very lighthearted series? I'm going to say, boy, I love it because you, you have your laughters and you have your cries on this series, but most of it was laughter. And that's oh, what you need I laugh. love it. Oh boy, we need that laughter. Oh boy, I love that laughter. Um, so we were talking a little bit about Kautung. Do you love or hate the protagonists of the story? Uh, the main characters played by Kautung and Pod. Boy, I love them. I love them so much. They have different personalities and they brought their personality mm -hmm. to their characters. And that's what I love about they, it. They sure did. Uh, oh boy, I love Kautang. That's what I'll say. Um, don't hate me, everyone. Do you love or hate the antagonist of the story, the evil ex-girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, oh boy, I hate her because she did her job so well to hate the yeah. character. Yeah. Oh boy, I love to hate Ant. Um, so from the very beginning with the untamed mock mock-up that they did, and uh, from the fact that Kao Tung watched together, or Chuan Lati watched together, uh, and that um, Ton Hon liked, apparently liked sodas, even though he was homophobic. Um, do you love or hate that this BL references all these other BL series a lot? Boy, I love the way they bought their little snippets of their own uh, other shows into it. When I first saw Sodas, I'm like, wait a minute, he's watching Sodas and he's straight? <laughs> yeah. That was my oh reaction. Boy, I, oh boy, I love that because we got a little, it was a little bit of foreshadowing. Like we could see that Ton Hon, like, um, that Ton Hon was a little bit gay even before he knew that he was. Um, uh, so, okay. So do you, I, I loved that there were so many um, strong characters in this series, but very specifically, do you love that there are a lot of strong female characters series in the series or do you hate it? Boy, I love it because sometimes we need to learn from strong women and a character, you know, and it gives us empowerment. Just not for us guys, but also for females, because you don't see that in series, and you see this in this series so much. Yeah, I was talking about this with Justin uh, yesterday, and she said that it seems like somehow uh, low key that GMM TV is very feminist, and I have to agree. So, oh boy, I love that there were so many strong female characters in this, uh, all, from Pong all the way to Ank, who's like. From the scale of good to evil, they're all strong. They're all strong <laughs> um, characters. Yeah. So, do you love? Because uh, we we saw this kind of like weird transition for Ton Han. Do you love how Ton Han transitions from being straight to actually realizing that he's gay, or do you hate it? Honestly, over I hate it because it was too fast, too fast for someone who's in the gay community. I have like to being, agree. Okay, it's straight to gay. It's like, uh, it takes a while to accept yourself. And he accepted himself so yeah. fast. 
oh boy, I hated it. I, I just, I just, I, it was almost so fast that I couldn't believe it. Um, also, finally, on the kind of a similar note, oh boy, do you love or hate the ending of Ton Hon Chon Lati? <laughs> I'm gonna say, oh boy, I hate him. It was too fast, too simple. Yeah. Like too like oh. fake. Oh boy, I hate it too. I just feel like it, it tied everything up too neatly. And even down to the last fact that they didn't even realize that there was, uh, that Ton Hon's father didn't even realize that apparently he'd never heard of surrogacy before. Like, it just seems so unbelievable that once, oh, there can be a surrogate mom. Oh, that's, everything's fine. Like, it just seemed like too much. Yes. Exactly. All right. That, that was BL or BH. Woo! Woo, yeah. You're now listening to Pink Milk Diaries. Yeah, you too, man. Marcos. Um, so I know a lot of Thai BL fans are going to understand why this show is called Pink Milk Diaries, but I still want to take a second, just like talk about it a little bit. Um, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, but there's a Thai drink called uh, Nom Yen. I don't know how to say it correctly in Thai, but in English, we call it pink milk. Um, and it's a beverage that's featured in at least three different BLs as a favored beverage. Uh, for three different BLs, characters in three different BLs. And uh, I don't know, I just think that, I just thought it, that it was a good name because it's a reference to BL. And uh, the idea of it being a diary, it's something that we're, we're recording our ongoing love for BL series. Um, when I first began to watch BL series, I almost, uh, it, I felt like it filled a void that I'd been, of something that I'd been looking for before. Like I've been watching straight romance series all my, all my life. And uh, I, it just never clicked for me. Like I was never a rom-com person. I was primarily a sci-fi person because it got me to like think outside the box. But then when I saw BL series, I finally understood what straight people <laughs> were, <laughs> were loving uh, when they watched uh, romance series. Um, so it, it was, it was incredibly validating to watch like two men falling in love or just two uh, people from the LGBT community falling in love. Uh, on that note, our next segment is all about how BL series can help the LGBT community and how we personally relate to different, uh, different struggles that different characters go through. So this segment's called, It's a Pink Milk Thing. Um, so we, we spoke a little bit before uh, in Boy Love or Boy Hate about how Tan Han, um, about his coming out process. And actually the, the, coming up, the coming out process or the realization of when you're gay between Ton Hong and Chon Lati were very different, right? Very for, different, very different. Yeah, for Ton Hong, he like, I think he like knew, but like he just didn't want to, he didn't want to admit he was gay. And Chon Lati, um, he knew like right away just from looking at Ton Hong. Um, so like, and it's the feeling, like, and, and so I, I, in this series, I more specifically identify with Chon Lati, um, because I had a similar experience when I was, when I was growing up, maybe around the age of 12 or 13, um, I had a friend that I hung out with and there was one specific time, like we were, we were good friends. We would see each other at acting classes that I took and, uh, but then one time we hung out outside of, the, of that like environment and we were like on a playground playing until 
until his mom came and picked him up. And then when his mom picked him up and drove away, I just felt like something was missing. And I was like, oh, oh, oh no. I like, immediately recognized, I immediately recognized what it was. Like I knew, I knew that, um, I was like, oh no, I'm gay. And oh no, I'm in love with him. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> oh geez, what do I do? I don't know. How was your experience of that? My experience, I knew since I was seven. Like you, you, I wanted to play with dolls. I wanted to play with uh, girl stuff. So I knew I was different. Um, I had a, a more of experience of tone home as well. I didn't come out until I was 17. And I actually didn't come out as bisexual because I still didn't want to admit that I was completely gay. And I had uh, my cousin who was always constantly asking me if I was gay or not. And I had like panic attacks and I had to say no to her. But then like realization that uh, I had to come out because I didn't want to live that double life. You know what I mean? So I had to admit myself yeah. first as bisexual and, and more comfortable with my body. Yeah, for me, for me, actually, it was kind of similar. I kind of, um, I kind of felt that I was, I, I, I kind of told people that I was bi. I told myself that, uh, yeah, I told myself that I was, was these, is these I, I was bisexual. Yeah, because you still, you still have this idea that you can live the life that everybody expects you to live. Exactly. Um, but it's like, but yeah, so I think, I think that, like if I'd had BL, for example, if I'd been watching Ton Hun Chun Lati like growing up, or or my parents had watched it and it was like in the background, um, like I would have felt a lot more comfortable, which is why I'm so happy that you know BL is like a thing now. Um, because but, BL teaches you, so, not other people, but as well yourself. Right, like BL teaches us to love ourselves if we're in the LGBTQ community, or or, or if you're somebody. Who, uh, who like questions anything about yourself. If you're somebody who's just uncomfortable in your own skin, like it's always a story about getting more of, of a character getting more comfortable with themselves. Um, so another thing that they deal with consistently in the story uh, is unrequited love. Like Sean um, constantly is feeling, has, has spent all this time waiting for uh, Ton Han uh, to, uh, to, to just see him and to like, to spend time with him. Um, and he's loved him all this time and has like patience for that, but it must be really painful for him to, to deal with that, to not get that love returned. Um, do you, do you feel like you can relate to that? I can relate to it because you're at some points you love that person so much that you expect that love from someone as well that you do anything for them or um, you're expecting them to like understand where you're coming from and the love that you're showing them, but they don't realize because sometimes they need that time as well to realize them themselves about that love. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard when, when, when you're, it's like you're kind of like throwing this feeling into the dark. I, I remember how that feels. Like I was young, actually the same person that, helped me realize I was gay for the first time um, or helped me like really sense it 
for the first time, like, uh, I, I was constantly, um, like, I would look at him a certain way, uh, and, or he would say something that made me think, oh, maybe this is a return or something. It's just so mysterious. Like you're, 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 you're caught back and forth between hope and, and pain. And you're like, you're trying to figure out like this situation and you don't know because you, you can't express it clearly to them because then there's a fear that you'd lose this friendship that you have. Like Sean Lati exactly. is in love with his best. Yeah. He's in love with his best friend. And, um, you know, he, he doesn't want to just put it out there because he might lose this relationship with basically his older I, brother. I actually have a favorite quote from the series. Is that okay? Yeah. Can read it? Yeah. My course, favorite please. quote is, it's better to be hated for what you are than to be loved for what you are not. And that's actually Don Hochon Ice-T's mom saying it to I mean, John, I apologize, John's mom telling him that when... Uh, he found out that he was gay. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I love that. I love that line. And I, and I love, I love his mom too. Like if, if, like if only like everybody had that kind of support behind them when they come out, the, the world would be a lot safer for uh, LGBTQ people. Um, we all need a nom, <laughs> a nom in our we lives. We do, we do. She, uh, uh, what I love about her is that anything that you go through in life, she comes up with the perfect quotes and motivation to bring you up and not bring you down. Yeah. And I mean, part of that struggle um, that she helped Chong with and, and, and that, that, that kind of support, I mean, because I think in a way that in this series, you see Chong Lati and he's an example of somebody who has had that support, who's had that acceptance and that love. But you look at Ton Hon and his family is, is really kind. And we'll get more into the dynamics of, of the characters, but he hasn't had that acceptance and that love. And he's the example of someone who wasn't supported in that way. Um, he's had his life set before him uh, to do a certain thing, right? Like he's gonna take over his dad's company and uh, he, he's gonna get married and have children. Um, with a woman and and that's you know a that's the way life. it's gonna be yeah he hasn't had that yeah he's had a straight life imagined for him and he has imagined it that way because his parents have um so he's dealing with this incredible amount of homophobia uh from the outside and from the inside um because when you're young right all, all homophobia comes from outside right like no, no, yes. no child is born homophobic. Yeah. But at the same time, um, when you're really young and you're getting that homophobic messaging, uh, from outside of you, um, then, you know, uh, then it kind of just seeps in. Children are like sponges. We just accept that conditioning. And even me, like I, society like, makes us feel like that. Yeah. Society makes us feel like we're wrong or that we're bad. Yes. Um, and the truth is we're not. And, and, you know, I'm really lucky. I grew up in a really liberal area. I had a really liberal family, a really accepting family. And even so, um, my family was kind of like roughly Catholic. So we, we, we had, uh, like, I, I heard things about being gay, not being okay. And I associated it with the faith 
that my family had grown up with, even though my nuclear family actually changed faiths to something more accepting. Um, and my family was never the kind of homophobic family uh, that other people have. Like I, I, I still internalize that. And for actually, I realized I was gay when maybe I was 12 years old, um, just through, you know, observation of other males. Uh, but, but when, when, when I, but I would not accept it to myself until I was 13. Um, and I hated myself for oh. that whole year, that whole transition. And, you know, there's still some, I still had some res residual shame um, going on until I was like 17, 18, 19, or 20. Um, and and I, I couldn't like fully embrace it until really now. And like, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with being gay. I love being gay. I wouldn't want it any other way. Um, but I, I don't know what your, how, how was your struggle with, did you, did you deal with I, any internal? I struggle, um, I struggle a lot with internal homophobia. Um, when I was younger, I would pray to God that he will make me straight. And um, I, even though I grew up in Long Beach, California, and like the, it was like the seat of the gays, I suffer from internal homophobia that um, I didn't want to be gay. I didn't want to, I wanted to live that normal converse, uh, straight life. And um, it took me a while, even when I came up, my cousin would ask me uh, if I was gay. I was like, no, I can't be gay. It's like homophobic. It's like, I was very homophobic towards it. And then to fight and you find people who can uh, teach you to love yourself and teach you to be okay, love, to be gay. You need to um, find those people to teach you uh, to love yourself. Okay, so who is who is that person for you who, who, who taught you to love yourself? Uh, friends from work, actually. Oh. They taught me, because I started to surround myself with the gay community with uh, people like uh, who are gay. Little by little, they were teaching me, you can't be thinking like this, Marcos, you can't be thinking straight because it's like, it's actually wrong. Yeah. What it, so that they told you, they made you feel more comfortable um, with who you are and, and more free to express yourself around them? Uh, yes, yes, I, I did. And I, I'm 32 years old and we still struggle here and there. But then you have to remember that it's okay to be who you are. And this is what I like, I like about BL. They teach yeah, you and teach you how to make, to be loved. Right. And even down to like the simplest things in BL, like the way that they are constantly washing their face at night and in the morning, like you see their daily routine, like everything that they do is centered around taking care of yourself, loving yourself. Um, and just and to others. Um, yeah. And actually on that note, like we've already talked about this, but in the series, um, it was the power of friendship that really like every time Ton Hon or Chun Lati had a challenge or had a, um, like had something that they had to deal with or felt sad, somebody was picking them up. For, for, for Chun, it was Pang uh, and, and his mom. Um, and for uh, Ton Hon, 
uh, it was a little bit more confrontational, uh, but it, it was his friends, I and I, who are constantly like trying to, they could, they could, they could see who he was and accepted him before he even was willing to admit it to himself. Uh, even though they both were um, gay and living in, on, uh, with, under his rooftop, they yeah. didn't stop them to love him. Yeah, right. Yeah. And they, and they made him, they made it comfortable for him. I, th I think, I don't know. I think that BL series do, do this a lot. Like it's the friends uh, of the BL who both like drive the plot and, and like, are, they're the ones who are always, um, who are always helping the main characters out of their, their play. Like without the BL friends, uh, the, the friends of the main characters, you, you would have nothing. And that's what I like about the BL community that we're there for each other. Even though some people don't have that support, they turn into the BL community to help each other and get the love and support. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we've talked a little bit about how we relate to some struggles that the character Tonhon and Chonlati have been through. And I think now we should go more in depth um, with our main characters in our next segment. Um, so we're gonna like briefly go through each character and uh, each of the main characters anyway, and talk a little bit more about that. And I wanna start with Ton Han. Um, and I wanna talk about like that, this, this weird kind of divergent thing that he does, right? Where he aggressively cares about Chun Lati from the very beginning of the show. Like he makes him eat out of the same bowl. He feeds him um, to the point where everybody around them thinks they're a couple. <laughs> And Chung Lati is like, all right, I can do this, but also what's going on? Um, and like, yeah, I don't know. I like, what do you think about that? He tried to be like that supporting brother or very, very straight, but his actions speak louder. Like he cares so much about him. Like when the guys were flirting with Chong, he would get jealous. Like, and then in, and there's some things like, oh, I have to take you to the gym because you're very, very soft. I have to like make you stronger. Like his actions speak louder more than anything else. Yeah, when, when he, he has his hands around Chon's waist and is and is is touching his body, it's pretty clear where his where his actual <laughs> heart is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when he's putting his helmet on, and he's like the way he was looking at him, like, no, let me help you. Let me do it for you. And John is like being all a little shy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that was an adorable scene. Um, it was. But like, so, so we have in one, uh, on the one hand, we have um, Ton Han like doing things like that, like being caring. But then on the other hand, we have him like, like violently, almost almost violently, and, and sometimes actually violently, being repulsed by gay things. Like he, he, like when there's an, I think, yeah, well, I don't have any fresh examples in, in my mind, but he, he always um, just the, rejects the it example, out, out. Will be after their, go, after yeah, their go lunch, when they're like, and the guy is like asking them if they were a couple. And then Sean asks him like, do you have a problem with the gay community? And he's like, I don't have a problem with it. I just haven't met anybody. 
from the committee, and I don't think I'll fit in. Right. That's yeah, yeah. And and also like, uh, Tong Han, like cheers on like. Remember after yeah, like after they eat um at that restaurant, and that guy is staring at Chun, and he grabs Chun's butt. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Chun punches him in the face, uh, and and Tong Han is like, "Good job!" Like he's he's congratulating him for doing that, and like, I, I don't know, and 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 Chun is all, I mean, Tong Han is always quick to like to like threaten violence. That's another thing about his personality that I don't like. Like he's always like as a character, I don't like Tong Han very much. Um, I in actually, the beginning, no. I, if if that were one of my yeah, if that were one of my friends, um, like I would be worried about them because he's doing this thing where he's, I know it's sweet, he cares about him in all those different ways, but it, it's almost to a point where it's controlling. And maybe it's maybe it's just a true crime thing. Like I, I, I'm a big fan of true crime. So I watch, I, I listen to podcasts, <laughs> I watch shows all the time. And like, it reminds me of the stalker, the stalker personality who constantly is trying to control people. And like, Tonghan even like puts toothpaste on a toothbrush and he's like, he even says, oh no, you're going to do this the way I want you to. And he gets angry if he doesn't do it like that way. Like when, when, when he wants him to like take a shower with him at the gym or something. Um, so for me, like, I don't like Tonghan's character in general, but I like him a lot more uh, after, after he's accepted. But I also think that that switch, switch over. I don't know. How did you feel about the switch over? Like, talk a little bit about how you feel about the switch over in in, in Tonhan's personality. I didn't like it. I think it was too rushed. Like, I we knew that he was like wasn't accepting himself of being gay because later in the series you find out that he actually knew about it, that he loved him, but he's tried to stop that as well. And um, it was like at a moment that he found out he was gay and all that. They went to a relationship right away. I'm like, I didn't like that, you know. Like, yeah. He's your friend. I understand that you guys are going to be in a relationship, but don't rush it as well. Because sometimes being rushed into a relationship can um, bring things apart. And they, they meet the series like a fairy tale more. Right, right. And that's okay. And like, that's okay. Like, it, fairy tale endings are good and everything. But like, it just was like a little bit unbelievable that Tong Han went from like violently being not 100% violent, but like almost violently homophobic to then like feeding Chun La Tea food, like yeah. in one day. Um, yeah. and, and for me, there, there wasn't a much there wasn't that much of a transition. Like, they literally were intimate. <laughs> the very night that they did that, uh, that, 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 that Tong Hon accepted himself. And it just seems like unbelievable that he would be comfortable with that level of intimacy after, right away. after that. So moving on, moving on to Chun Lati, um, I really love his character. Tell, tell me a little bit about what you feel about Chun Lati. I love it that you can relate to his character, like loving a friend and not getting that love back. Because we've all been there. I know you have, and I have. 
been in that same situation. Like, okay, I can relate to him. Like, I want to love him, but I know he won't love me back. And some of us are like, his character, very sweet guy, sweet person. Like, you don't want to lose that person. So you keep your love towards yourself. Definitely. For, for me, for me personally, like I love um, Kao Tung. He's just such a great actor. Like he's, he's very versatile in roles. Like he can play, like he did Chon Lati perfectly. Um, what I like about his role uh, was that Chon Lati knows who he is, right? Yes. So we, we, have, we have this kind of like dichotomy between Ton Hon who is, or this juxtaposition between Ton Hon who just doesn't know who he is. He's, he's impulsive, he's violent. But then you have Chun Lati, who's just, he seems like passive. He seems like, like a soft boy almost. And he definitely is, but he has this hidden strength because he knows who he is. He, he knows, knows who what he is he and he won't change for anybody. Right, exactly. Absolutely. And, and he just feels what he feels. Um, and like some, some examples of his strength are just the ability to wait that long for somebody um, he's patience. He, he has incredible patience and strength of character. Um, and all the times, I mean, it must be painful, right? Like hearing homophobic comments uh, from, from your friend. all the time. And you can't and say anything. Yeah. And then, and, and finally, like in, 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 at the very pivotal moment where he, um, where it was clear what was going on when he kissed Tonhon? He didn't make some excuse, and he didn't like say it halfway. He just exposed everything he'd been feeling, and just let it all out. And 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 that kind of and he just did it on the spot. And that kind of hold it in for a while, and you can't mm-hmm. you can't hold it anymore. You need to tell it, and you can't sugarcoat it. And that's what I like about uh, Chon. He didn't sugarcoat it. I didn't like oh. I was so drunk or anything. No, he straight out went and like, I love you since the beginning. And that's it. And this is why I kissed you. Absolutely. I agree 100%. So, so without, so we're ta- we talked a little bit about Ton Hon personally, but let's talk about like those people who are backing him up. You have I and Nye. I think Mike played Nye and Top Tap played I. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're they're his good friends, um, and they're always like they they, uh, they 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 drove the plot line. I really feel that they drove the plot line. What do you feel about them? I love them. I just feel bad for them because they had to keep their relationship secret for years because they were afraid to like lose him as uh, lose them lose him as a friend as well, and like it hurt me so much. And like those hints of them being a couple and Chon and Tone not realizing it. Like, how dense are you? That you have two gay guys under your roof and you can't figure out anything. And sometimes it's like that with straight people, like, really? Yeah, I mean, we're analyzing this in a really serious way, but I think that um, the way it all plays out in the series, yes, it would be painful in real life, but also like it provided some comic relief, right? I and I from them too. Other, yes. Otherwise, the series would be heavy. Like they went through great, great lengths to disguise the fact they were gay, almost to an unbelievable extent, and that's what makes this um, this series so comedic. 
so I don't know. For for me personally, I love them. They made the series, and them and and their um and Miriam. their uh, fake girlfriend Miriam. Yeah, I she love actually, Miriam. Honestly, yeah, my favorite character in the whole series is Miriam. Um, just because she's just first of all, she's a BL fan girl. Second of all, she she um she she's poor, and I get that. Um, <laughs> she she does what. She does what she needs to do anywhere from like uh, being um, an escort to, um, you know, working a, a gig. To, yeah, as a fake girlfriend um, and, and, and all the way down to being a surrogate mom. Like I, I totally I, I, I love her. Um, she 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 turns the antics of I and I into something serious. And, and the best scene. And, and, and for her in the whole show is when she has that blonde wig on and the robes and she's being a judge um, uh, in between. Um, I did not expect when, that when, from when, her. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. She's um, like, we're going to deal with this her. right now, but let me change my character. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um, so I and I, like, I just, I just love their dynamic. I always love Mike and Top Tap. They're great. Um, I really want them to have their own series someday. But I, I know that's what we a lot of the L fans say, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I love how when push came to shove and they recognized that Ton Hon um, needed to come out <laughs> and they knew how he felt before he did. Like we all have those friends who, who like, who can predict what we feel before uh, we actually feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, like when they found out that Chon was gay. And they were trying to take it out from him. <laughs> the way they did it was just hilarious. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I want to touch very briefly on, um, we, we talked a little bit about Nam before. Um, I want to talk about her, how she's made it, made a safe zone for, um, for Sean as he's growing up so that he can feel who he is. And, uh, and do you have anything to say about Nam? Chonlati's mother. I love the non that she was even protective when people were talking bad about him. You know, in this scene when uh, the dad was talking about uh, Ton was talking bad about him, and she went on that tiger mode and attacked him. Like you need those kind of moms sometimes to protect their uh, sons or daughters when they come out of the closet because you don't get that. And the way they did it, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was like yeah. funny and serious at the same where, time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have that. She's so sassy too. You you have that one scene where she, like like you said, tiger attacks, um, like like <laughs> almost in a, like a rap battle fashion, like attacks um, uh, Ton Han's family. Um, especially his dad, and his dad actually has a heart attack because of that. And let's talk a little bit about Ton Hun's family, about how, uh, like, that's, like, I, I think, like, there, there's an interesting dynamic in Ton Hun's family, right, where he, he has a really friend. warm family. Yeah, they're really warm and caring. Um, you can tell they really love their kids. But then they're homophobic. family love their kids in their own way. True. Yeah. Yeah. But like they're, they're, 
Tong Han's family is like you can tell just from the way they talk to each other that there's a deep love between between their family. Not all families are like that. Um, so like on the one hand they're supportive, but on the other hand, uh, Tong Han's father is so homophobic, and it's, it's very homophobic. Yeah. And from the beginning, when they were having their party, his birthday party, I'm like, no, my son is gonna marry a woman. He's gonna give me kids, and um he's gonna be the next heir i didn't like that as a gay guy you know i mean like there's other options to have so, your heir right right and, and like yeah especially in that scene where um finally uh ton Han's father sees those pictures that amp sent to uh amp the 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 villain girl the, the ex-girlfriend yeah, the ex-girlfriend sent to his family. You could see his dad was like, oh, like he was horrified um, and so mad. But you didn't see that from the mom. Like she knew already, okay, this is going to come out and it has to come out. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, like I didn't really see much from the mom, to be honest. But 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 um, Tong Han's fa uh, father was clearly like, clearly mad. Um, so what do you think about Aunt? the ex-girlfriend. I just want to hear all your terrible feelings about her. Just tell me everything. I just didn't, I hated her from the beginning. Like she tried so hard that you broke up with um, Tone and then you wanted to go back with him. You may try to make him get jealous by finding another boyfriend and posting pictures about him. Uh, um, the, I like that Tone didn't let himself from her. He gave her sass back. Like right. when he throw the yeah, water well, to her. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. example. That's another example of, of, of Chun's strength. But I think she does her job perfectly. Like she does exactly what we expect her to do, which is everything we hate and everything that we don't want to happen. She makes it happen. She makes it um, 100%. She, and, and, and the actress did a perfect job of playing a villain. Um, so I think that's pretty much it. Do you have anything uh, you want to say about uh, about Tong Han Chun Lati? I love this show. I enjoyed it so much. Uh, I'm glad I saw it the second time because there were some moments that I forgot. And um, the intro music, I love it. <laughs> that's one of the intros yeah. that you don't want to yeah. skip. <laughs> so... Uh, I, I just I just want to say like this is this is it's a first episode of Pink Milk Diaries. Um, so I mean I can't just give this I'm gonna, I'm gonna rate the episode on a I mean the series on a scale from one to five pink milks. And I want to say beforehand it is a disclaimer, don't hate me. This is like I'm establishing a, a medium for for the series um, for all the series that we'll be rating. Um, and I just want to say, if you if you if you do want to if you are mad in a in a respectful way you can reach out on social media and let me know how you feel about my rating but I'm gonna rate this series three point five pink notes because it will it like it wasn't the best one that I've ever seen but like it wasn't bad like I enjoyed watching it so so like I it for me what did it in was was the, the flip in Tonhan's character and then the rushed episode at the end. I think if those two things had been fixed, it would have been, uh, it would have been like a four. 
but but yeah, I have I to give it three point five pink notes just because of those two things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you do want to reach out and you do have something to say either about um, this is about pink milk diaries or about uh, specific things about this episode, um, please uh, reach out to us on social media uh, at Together Podcast. Uh, we're also going to do the hashtag hashtag Pink Milk Diaries. Um, pink Milk Diaries, yeah. So, yes, hashtag Pink Milk Diaries. And uh, if you want to say something about it, uh, please reach out, drop a um, drop it in the comments to anything related to this episode, or uh, just tweet at, at Together Podcast. Um, also, please, if this is the first episode of one of the we're into deep together um podcasts that we're like a podcasting empire now we have like three podcasts um if if you if you want to uh stay updated then you should uh follow us on social media at together podcast and you should also um you should also search us on spotify apple podcasts wherever you get your podcasts um Thank you everyone for joining us for Pink Milk Diaries. Thank you, Marcos. It's been an honor and a pleasure as always having you as a guest. Thank you. Thank you for bringing um, me in. I want to announce. Yeah, this, I've had so much fun today. Uh, I do want to announce that the next series that we will be talking about is Dark Blue Kiss. And I cannot wait to cover that series. We're going to have a I special guest for it, that. You guys. I can't um, wait to hear it. Yes. So this is Robin and Marcos. Signing off until next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This week on We're Into Deep Together podcast, our very first Brightwin Weekly video podcast.